Yeah. The no men. Are there no men no in that men. band? No, are there are there are, no there are uh, two men in that band. But a, a front a front woman. Front woman. That's it's, a, it's a three piece. She don't need no men. She doesn't need no men. Dude, oh. I I saw th- I saw them live because of you, Jeff. You told me about it, and it was 500 feet from from my place at Coles. And uh, who was the band that opened up for them? They were just as high energy, and both of them. It was like it was like ah, uh, Iggy Pop meets Mick Jagger meets uh, Patti Smith. Yeah, and it was just this. In your fucking face, I don't give a fuck what you fucking think. I'm going to beat on these fucking things, and I'm going to scream, and I'm going to fucking move and jump and gyrate and just do everything that expression will allow me to do. Yeah. They are so high energy. The lead singer, she she plays like she'll beat on drums for some of the songs while she's... The way she beats on them, you're just like, holy shit. Like, there's... She's on coke or it's she's a, on speed or something. I don't know. <laughs> right. She's on something. It's, it's, it's a pretty amazing. It's a spiritual. Right. Ex- yeah. It's a spiritual experience, man. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it makes me think of the time. I mean, I, I brought this up uh, before, Billy, when we went mm-hmm. to Hollywood Bowl and saw uh, we saw we saw Iggy with uh, with um, whatchamacallit. They they. um. What what's the name of the the fucking group? Um, the Stooges, not the Stooges. Um, not Audio Slave, not the the oh, Queens of the Stone oh, Age. Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. Queens of the goddamn Stone Age, and <laughs> it was so electric. It was like, um, you know, um, yeah. Something something's going on here with the. Uh, the Jitsi. I think we lost Billy. Yeah. Oh. There we go. What happened? I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Um. Was that a Jitsi yeah. problem or was that a something on I your end? I don't. I don't know. It was to my. Be honest with you. It was my phone. I got a notification saying, uh, "Will you allow this?" But why would it have kicked um, Billy off? Because it kicked everyone out of the phone thing, so like the phone connection, so Billy couldn't hear, and so then therefore, yeah. But so I'm hosting, I'm hosting the 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 meeting or whatever it is. It may have been on my part, even I don't know, but yeah. I I'm not having any issue here. I, it did it cut me off right quick, but then all of a sudden. So I hung up because it was just frozen, right. and then I rejo—I just rejoined. I don't know. Huh. All right. Weird. All right. We'll, we'll figure it out eventually. If uh, it was my fault, I sorry. I do nothing. But yeah, do you remember Queens of the Stone Age show at the Hollywood Bowl? Yes, sirree. Queens and uh, with Iggy Pop. It was Queens of the Stone Dude, Age that, with Iggy Pop fronting. That's the kind of stuff that Noman does. That's the kind of electricity that they bring. And Love it. I saw them at Coles where it's like, yeah, you got about 100 people cr- crammed in there. Super intimate. Super intimate. Lounge acty kind of thing. You know, like. I remember uh, Coles very well. Dude, the, those kind of venues. Do you remember Lounge Acts, dude? Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, dude. So we like, used to destroy that place on the regular. Oh, really? 
Really? Oh yeah. Uh, sure. Uh, Lounge Axe and uh, and um, like another. I mean, Lounge Axe was like a legit venue, but there was also this place called the Lava Lounge. Oh, I remember on, da- have, on Damon. Remember the Lava Lounge. Yep. And uh, just awesome. A lot of real cool spots that are unfortunately no longer there. That like Lounge Axe was was um, was a you know a bigger my proper venue. Yeah. And but Lava Lounge just was a bar that would have shows from time to time and, and uh real cool too like chilled out like lounge jazz yeah and then you know some assholes like us would come in and just fucking <laughs> light the place on fire <laughs> lounge x reminded me a bit it was like a more psychedelic looking place of like what danny's tavern looked like where it was someone's like right. flat apartment but then you had all these murals everywhere where you know that Danny's didn't have that, where there was just murals in each room that would have been the living room or the dining room or whatever it was. And dude, I remember that was like what between Augusta and Division and Damon or something, right? Yeah, it was right in that area, like by you know ten fifty six and yeah ten fifty six all that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was crazy. I used to live. I lived across the street from ten fifty six, like on the corner of Damon and Thomas which was where 1056 was as right, well. Right. I, I lived on the northwest corner, and 1056 was on the southwest corner. So literally, I would open my front door, cross the street, and be in 1056, and just I could I could puke my way home. <laughs> as a, <laughs> you know? as That's like, always helpful. It's like it was a projectile yeah. to give you like some sort of dread propulsion home. <laughs> exactly. You just turn exactly. around. You turn around and let your, your vomit propel you backwards into your you know moment of silence for dave horn that used to run that joint for many years he's he died a couple few years ago oh okay yeah a lot of good folks come out of that place and just dude saeed yeah Uh, it was a good 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 joint so you were all about like the chicago scene back then Oh yeah, dude. It was like everything I lived for. I wish I was you know, I don't want to necessarily say like the scene, but Yes, very much, very much, very much in it. And, and, uh, it was, you know, at that time I was, that's, that was, I was making my career, you know? Well, yeah. Okay. So, well, what would yeah. you, what would you call it? Cause I, I, I mean, I know you're not, you weren't, you weren't, you were doing it for you. You were doing it cause you were in the music, you were doing it, you know, you were, you were bartending, you were doing it for that. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I guess when I hear you say that, I get the sense like you weren't doing it for someone else. You weren't doing it to be hip. Right. I wasn't doing it to like to be seen and be a douchebag about it. I was doing it because <laughs> it was literally like my fucking lifeblood. You know, if I didn't, I was a, I would have killed myself or yeah, yeah, been in yeah. jail or, you know, die. something stupid would have fucking happened because yeah. I just don't give a shit about anything but making music. Yeah. And uh, um but uh, yeah, you know, a lot of a lot of people like I wasn't I was in the scene for sure. And I had to be and it was a necessary part. And I'm sure I did some douchey shit from time to time, like everybody would. Yeah, you see like weakness you here and there. Right. <laughs> I'm sure I have. But, uh, you know, but but it was for it was certainly for real and yeah. for the love of of life and doing it in art. Um, but, you know, it had its benefits of like being in the scene as well, too. Yeah. You know, I would just I didn't have to wait in fucking line for anything yeah. ever. I knew every single person in every single bar or club or venue I just would walk in like a fucking not like I own the joint because, again, I wasn't a douchebag about it. But that you were but friends with somebody who owned the joint. 
<laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Or work there. And, you know, and I worked in a bunch of places myself and my bands would play all of those places and draw really well. So we had, you know, we had friends in a lot of, we had friends in, in, in low <laughs> in places, low places? Oh, to, not, no. to not quote fucking God, but they were high, high places, yeah. you know, they really were high places. But there was a lot of those joints like on division street, like a division street. I remember what was that? Uh, the Roby room or was it the Roby? What was it? Or was Ruby. It, Ru- the, the, the Ruby where it was like right by the gas station on division and Damon. And you, they, yeah. had, they, I mean, that was a little bit of a lounge act as well. I remember the that. Ruby room liquid kitty used to be there for a million years. Uh, the old blue note was on Armitage the blue like, note. before it became the note. Right. Was Armitage yeah, and right. like where Marie's where the riptide was kind of. Oh, right. Um, yeah, dude, all that shit was different back in the day. So what, what <clears> years <throat> are we talking about? Like what, were the years you were working in this the scene uh, quote unquote i kind of hit it when i was like 23 or 24 ish somewhere in that area so 96 97 yeah yeah right right in that time you're four years wow. older than mike four and a half yeah. oh wow all right I'll, I'll be i will be 49 in november all right I didn't realize you were that much older than Mike. I thought you were like maybe two years older for some reason. Nope. Four and a half. My parents actually tell a cool story about that. Like they, I don't know if they necessarily did it like that on purpose, but it just worked out that way there where there was like, they always say, cause me and my brother, if probably anybody who listens to the show does know already, but we have a famously amazing like relationship. We've always, I've never ever oh, right. in my life yeah. had a, had a fight with my brother like never it's never happened really you're never like you know you have brotherly arguments and shit right right like nothing that was ever real or heated like i have cousins and friends like they would stab each other with shit like they fucking hated <laughs> each their siblings like, dude and I'm, I'm not even exaggerating like the kinks I was gonna say, <laughs> right? Did, did Mike ever tell you when he slept with your girlfriend though? That one time. Oh was... yeah, I, he, dude. They both called me and <laughs> were like, she, she, she called me. Well, wait, wait, wait oh, you're serious? Oh, I'm dead serious. Oh, I was joking. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, I'm glad. I'm because it's a great story. I'm glad I oh, dragged this out. That's well, awesome. Let's, let's yeah, this. it's a great story. It wasn't like necessarily an active person, but, and I don't even know that I could really active. call it my girlfriend. <laughs> so, so you, you got statistics for it's active or inactive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lived some life back in those days. Oh my uh, god. This is wonderful. But uh, yeah, dude, I, I had, so I, I was hanging out with this girl for like, you know, a, a, a pretty good while. And we had not really necessarily stopped hanging out, but all of a sudden I got a call from this person who, cause she doesn't know we're talking about her. So she will remain nameless unless she gives the go ahead. But no, no, call uh, her out, call her out. Come on. <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> She called me and I was like, oh, cool. I would grab a little piece today. All right. <laughs> Unexpected. Sweet. And uh, she says, hey, guess guess who I'm hanging out with? I was like, I don't know who. You're. I'm at the, you know, I think it was actually at the Elbow Room, if I'm not mistaken, or Thurston's or someplace like that. <laughs> She's I'm with your brother, Mike Watson. And I was like, holy shit. Fuck yeah. And she was like, do you mind if we like hang out? 
Wow. And we hadn't been hanging out for a little bit already, but I was like, no, not at all. Like, you two are like my favorite people in the world. That would be fucking awesome. They ended up living together for like six years. What? <laughs> Wait, no yeah. shit? Who is this? Don't Wait, say I'm sorry. Yeah, name. I, I, yeah, we can't say names. Okay. Just okay. give me a hint, though. <laughs> I feel like I would well, know I'll this tell you. I'll tell you off the camera. All right. Or you all definitely right. know it. 100%. Shit. You guys both know her very well. Wow. Oh. I am intrigued now. I can't wait till this show ends and I can find out who the fuck this is. Six years. <laughs> yeah, a bunch, a long time. Like, they literally got, they've lived together. Like, they were, you know, they were an item for, uh, for a long time. Like, I, I, I want to just shout the name, but I'm like, no, no, I'm not. I'm not I won't do that. <laughs> I won't do that. Right. <laughs> we'll let, if my brother comes on ever one day, we'll let him tell the story. We'll, we'll clear it with her first. Right. You know, so she we'll, get him, we'll get them both on. Fuck it. We'll make, yeah. we'll make actually, it a thing. That's true. We'll she probably would be a great guest. She was always super cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Nice. And that, yeah, that just uh, that that made me happy. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude! You guys are the greatest." That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. My 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 joke turned into a fucking awesome story. Great. Yeah, that, was nice. <laughs> that was right. so unplanned. Yeah. Um. <laughs> totally. So, we were talking about dreams uh last last episode and um billy wasn't with us and you fucking asshole i know <laughs> right because i i was focusing on my own dreams right <laughs> he was he was, asleep. Lack thereof. he was asleep yeah totally i was i was trying at least i was trying to be and i i feel as though you know like that 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 it needs to almost be like a three four five part thing of like dreams and astral projections and <clears throat> we'll even well, here's part two uh, I, mean, yeah, I, was say, I was gonna say you feel yeah. that way well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hallucinations <laughs> strange coincidences and occurrences well, we can go down that whole path um, yeah man and um i know for me uh as i said last week the lucid dreaming i've been experimenting with and uh i found that this last week uh after that episode my dreams got a little off the rails where i was out of control of them and so like so at some point you were able to control your dreams though yeah like, yeah like oh whoa horsey you know like really yeah no shit and and um so uh, as I was saying last week, so I got this book. It was a field guide to lucid dreaming. Uh, wonderful book. Uh, thank you, John. <laughs> Showing it to the camera so Billy can see it. Here, here it yes, is. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Because I was about to. I was I'm, visual I was aid. Letting you finish, but I want to know all about it because I'm so big into this and I have no idea how to go about it. But yeah. for years, I've been wanting to lucidly dream so there's 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 some like they give in the preface a history of the different cultures that do lucid dreaming throughout the history of humans mm -hmm. and they go into like the tibetans the chinese the native americans the norse uh all different types all all do um their part on what they believe like with the native americans it's like it's a piece of you know in in the morning you talk about that as if 
that was your journey that was a part of a reality that is just as real as right now uh the tibetans would do astral projections where they would communicate uh with other beings um there's there's beliefs of all those all those planes are all intersecting right now as a matter of fact did you guys hear about this that there's a uh interplanetary alignment that hasn't happened in only 18 years kind of like a cicada thing but uh Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn are aligned as the sun rises to the east. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and it's going to be like for the next month or so, or like throughout the summer. And <laughs> So literally the planets the planets have aligned. Yeah, yeah the, planets, the planets are aligning. The planets are aligning right now, and uh, that just started last night, or today. No, it started today at dawn, and it's just going to continue. But what does that mean? I don't know what it means, man. I think there's a whole bunch of things that that could mean. That could mean the dreams are aligning. the 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 dimensions are all coming together. Everything is. I want all. How many planets do we have in our solar system now? Eight, nine. I thought <laughs> well, it was well, no, they brought Pluto. They brought Pluto back. They Pluto, brought, Pluto got they, demoted, so we only have eight. No, but they called well, them back up. No, no, no. Oh wait, they called them back up. He's really? A dwarf planet. No, oh, dwarf planet. All right. Yeah. yeah so I want planet. all nine planets aligned. When do we get that? Right. That'll be something. That'll be the right? day. Well, you know, that's cool because, you know, it's certainly in like artistic endeavors and different things that are like super complicated. I always use the term like, you know, getting a record deal or getting a movie sold. I thought you were about shit. to say getting, like, getting an erection. <laughs> getting erect. <laughs> well, I'm, I am going to be 49 this year. So yeah. that, that takes some <laughs> planets, planet alignment as well these days. But uh, uh, we used to always say all the time, you know, like, fuck, to, in order to get a deal or have any sort of success, like, the planet's got to fucking align, right, dude. Right, Yeah. So and let's hope the... that there's some truth to that and some good shit starts happening <laughs> for us. You're going to Costa Rica during this during this, this happening. But I'm saying that, that that saying is just a synonym for, like, everything's just coming together at the same time. Right? Right. Yeah. Everything's right. just yeah, happening it's... at the, the right moment. Everything's coming together. To make this happen exactly it's a hypothetical or i don't even know if that's the right word that's not the right word but uh yeah right, right. it's symbolic for other shit yeah, right you're right but but now it, it, now it's not right well i'm saying in actuality <laughs> when the planets align does anything fucking happen <laughs> this is all happening oh, yeah, i don't right. know but it was always happening before and it's all happening <laughs> forever <laughs> I guess I'm yeah, just it's the fucking universe's pool shot. I, I apologize for being like the cynic, right? Like no, uh, that's your that's your no. role. Yeah. <laughs> My role, yeah, to be the <laughs> to be the asshole naysayer, right? Like <laughs> fuck you and your dreams. <laughs> uh, you stupid planet of lighting dreams, right. you fucking hippie. Yeah, dust. it's a fucking coincidence, you fucking asshole. I, I might, I might, I might. No, I wasn't. I, I, th I thought I was so I was I there was a chance I was going to take LSD again for the first time in 18 years which oh wow is strange wow. because the last time I did LSD was, was the when the planets were fucking aligned <laughs> see see there is something to it motherfucker yeah. that's crazy the planets are folks, drawing you, you here folks you heard it here because yeah. I'm planets are aligning I am going to LSD. I am going to Colorado <laughs> 
with friends from Europa that do have psychedelic therapy licenses, and we're going to go in the mountains and we're going to experiment a little bit and and see about the exploration of different planes and as well as. <laughs> Whoa. Sneezes. What, what Whoa. Was that? Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this is where I transform. I wasn't sure if you were about to start laughing or crying or like do something totally off the charts. I don't I'm, know. It's the pollen. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, ex- exploration of not only dimensions, but emotions and thoughts. Mountain lions. Mountain lions. <laughs> oh, man. Right. I've heard some stories about <clears throat> mountain lions. Those suckers, <laughs> those suckers will tear your face off. Yeah, they will, especially if you're yeah, high yeah. on mushrooms. <laughs> right? You don't know what's coming. You don't know what's you going think on. It's a pretty little duckling. Right. Next thing you know, you're fucking up a tree, getting your intestines <laughs> torn out by some chompers. Yeah, you, you you think you think some pine trees are hugging you? Right, dude. Turns we used out. to get those fuckers trucking down our street. I thought at, the duck at, at Marview, dude. Coyotes, and there was a mountain lion one time. And we had a couple peacocks. Peacocks were everywhere. They Wild peacocks? Oh, yeah, dude. Really? It was awesome. Yeah. They were everywhere. They'd be on top of our house and on the power lines back, like a little further up the hill where from where we lived, like another like 15, 10 or 15 houses. But there was like 12 of them that just lived there. That Man. There's a cool story behind that, too. I, I wish I was around for all this. I, mean, I wish was, I could have experienced all this. There was coyotes. Yeah. There was coyotes out there, too. Um, oh, yeah. They were huge eating, ones. They were, they were eating the peacocks. <laughs> right? The cops would come, like we would see the cops sometimes, like because I had dogs and I would be walking the dogs. And one night in particular, uh, a, a neighbor across the street who I like worked with at the time texted me and was like, "Hey, if you're out walking the dogs, like don't, because the cops just warned me to go in the house because there's a pack of huge coyotes Whoa. hunting, like." on the street like all up and down the block <laughs> so they're like tell anybody with small dogs or anything and my dogs were big but still you know yeah they uh they they she was like go in the house the cops are telling everybody to be in the house because these coyotes are fucking frothing they're starving dude <laughs> yeah so what what area is this uh echo park right echo park bro really? 100 yards in from la fucking dodgers 100 yards what from Dodger fuck? Stadium, dude. Chavez Ravine, dude. I, I live with Billy there. That was it was an unbelievable street, man. Like I loved and I loved walking. I walked uh, Mina, Mina. Yeah. And oh man, yeah. I remember visiting you guys after I moved back, and Mina was ready to like, uh, like, like bark at me, and then the look on her face was so human, where she yeah. she was like, oh. Dan, when she realized who you were, yeah, <laughs> right. The one that yeah. I used to lick between your toes, all the hot garbage <laughs> and toe right. jam. Oh, I loved your toe jam, Dan. He <laughs> <laughs> loved your disgusting. toe jam second record versus that was her favorite toe jam record. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Even toe, yeah, that... <laughs> Even toe. yes, 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 sir. Um, but... and then just toe the lead track from the second record, toe. Was it just toe? No, so... it's go. I, 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 got <laughs> I, so last night's dream that was that was crazy in a sense of it was it was soccer and then it was improv. 
and it was friends of the family growing up and uh cousins when i was a kid and they were all doing an improv set in a community center and so like it felt like there was a bit of an intersection of the present and the past like of being a kid and it made so much sense to me where first i was in this one and it was like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind where you know he's like you could see that there's some logic going on but there's some like of a psychedelic extraordinary experience happening where this stream of consciousness of his memories are like just kind of free flowing and it's not necessarily linear you know it's this this it's just whatever's flowing through it and that's what was happening last night and i was like wow this is this is great like i like i open a door and then there i am in the stage like there's a stage and there's there's like these mini bleachers where my family and friends are all watching my cousins and it made sense to me what was going on and um what was going on it was just an experience of people that i care about and uh care about presently and this the it's the same thing you know and it was like this this intersection of of worlds where it's just one world but it's um, the memories versus now and i was like oh wow it made so much sense you know like i i was in this bigger room where it was indoor soccer going on and growing up i we played a lot of indoor soccer and it was friends of the family and cousins like that they were all on the soccer team and that's what it was literally and opening up the next door it was then friends from today of like you know actors musicians and people that i hang out with with my family from before and then there's an improv set going on but it's not people that do improv it's my cousins from like growing up and stuff it was just and it made so much sense to me in the dream where i'm like oh oh, i get it i get this this is all (laughs) intersections of people that are important to me and it's and then they're all kind of doing the different things that they don't do, you know, in 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 the life. But emotionally, the attachments and and the the recognition of that was there. And I was like, wow, incredible! And I'm just riding this. And it's 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 also interesting too. Like it's always summer. My dreams are mainly in summer, and so like when I it's, mean, that's a time you prefer, right? It's the time I prefer. I uh, definitely right? prefer. Um, and I, I considered all of June summer, like I, um, and, and since like college, like I would say even May, but once you, once you hit June, it's like, there it is like end of school year. It's a done deal. It's sunshine. Um, today was a strange one though. In Chicago, we had a, a bit of like a, a 60 degrees, yeah, it was like mid sixties, mid sixties was kind of like raining a little bit yeah, here and there. Kind of a little bit of a weird thing. And you know, it it, it 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 settled a bit but it was it was it was definitely a strange one where it was like huh um because it's supposed to be warmer tomorrow and everything but this dream it, um this dream just made perfect sense and i was writing it and i felt the control of it because i opened the door and the door would w- made sense of like okay i see what's happening let's go further in and the room was smaller and there was a stage and then the then the room got smaller where then it was like food and music and sunshine and it was 
Like, why am I in a room and I'm outside? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that book like helped you figure things out? Or I have so many questions about this. because Same here. I love all this shit. It's so cool. Okay. So it starts off a lot of these exercises that they go. There's like about six to eight exercises in the back and then they they encourage you to create your own exercise but the 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 the, the, the that's fucking cheating well you know here make up your own shit (laughs) i mean like as as far as like the analysis of dreams like the interpretation of dreams with sigmund freud where he was so hyper focused on like his own life yeah which i get it it's your own life but you have to understand that there's all these other lives going on and let's look at patterns and let's not, right. he was around when, sorry, go, I'm no, sorry. Go, no, go ahead. Right go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. He was around in a time when like, when all that shit was coming up, when everyone was supposed to be like exactly the same, like people were the same. Right. So it was easier to throw a blanket statement yep. out like that. And, but you you, you, you you fell into certain categories, and every person could exactly. fall into as some category. Totally, and, if you were rich or poor, you had you would be one way or the other, which is so but, far but, from the fucking truth. Right. But, right. but the other thing with him was like there there was like these certain things about his own life, where like with you want to have sex with your mother, you want to kill your father thing, where it was like I don't know about that, man. But that turned out to be more his. And that's what his I'm, issues. And that's what I'm saying, where he was so hyper focused yeah. on those details to where his 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 like his successors like Carl Jung was like, No, let's let's step away from that and let's look at dreams uh, and memories and reflections. And let's let let's let's look at this in a in a way where now we can say uh whatever's going on in each particular person we we can draw something from this and so like for me like i feel as though you know you're 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 your greatest interpreter of what you're going through as far as dreams go or anything for that matter Mm -hmm. and um and with therapy i feel like it even opened it up more because there's been several times with several clients where we go into dreams and we go in and i'm listening to them and according to what they're telling me, I can interpret it and help them interpret it from based on what they're they're telling me <laughs> of their own life and their own trauma and their own triggers and their own uh, memories of, of of what of what they of what they experience. What <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you just did? Are you killing a spider or something? Sorry, no, I'm trying to. Oh, it it worked. Can I can I please no. call you for one of these, please? <laughs> Was that a signal to like, My hey, wife. hey, wife, get it, me one of these? <laughs> yeah, yes, please, please grab me another delicious Cali cream and Colbert. Nice. I nice. was trying not to, but I have I have a good mic. Thank yeah, you, you babe. do. I love you. Love you, baby. Love you, babe. Love you, babe. She just right. came out of the room from watching TV for the first time since we started, <laughs> and my hot, empty beer can was just sitting there making my hand uh, lonely. You always gotta so get. I'm, I, you always got to get a backup, Billy. Always bring bring at least two. Right, but it would have been this one would then this one fresh cold burr would have been hot by the time I opened. Yeah, maybe. You can deal with it though. You know. Yeah, you're right. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went about that whole thing so wrong. I was hoping to not. I was hoping to not make any noise at all. Oh. And that was just terrible. Yeah, you failed. You failed. And Dan was telling a great story that I was super into. <laughs> 
Fuck me. Um, have you been diagnosed with ADHD before, Billy? <laughs> no, no, but I know I have it. No, I don't need. Uh, I don't need somebody to tell me I'm fucked. No, it's all right. Um, although, actually, although I do. <laughs> it helps. Um, I'm sorry about that. No, it, it does help. Uh, so yeah, so. I had several, you know, I had several clients, you know, and they talk about their dreams and based on, you know, I, I feel as though like just based on what they tell me of, you know, their own thoughts and triggers and memories, I can interpret it just from that, you know, and, and just going from that. So it's like, okay, from this, this is what I'm getting. What are you getting? And so I throw that back into, you know, in, 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 in you know, to them and then, oh, Okay. And they they can give me more of a sense, but it's just like, you know, I could only I could only give you a snapshot from the snapshots that you gave me, you know, like I, my own, I have a whole freaking anthology in my own head of myself where it's like a dream happens, yeah. and I'm like, up, oh, yep, there, the, the, oh, hey, you know, I, I get. <laughs> I get I you know Netflix HBO Max get charge all, all, out of it all, all those things kiss my ass I got you know I I got I got the full the full kit and caboodle um yeah dude and so like I feel like with the dream and what they're saying this premise is the intent that you're in a dream and that you have an intention to where you want to go and that with that intention, you want to set a scene. So in a scene, it's like anything, like writing a song or telling a story. As vivid as you want to create this picture or this scene or this whole um, landscape with people and, and the whole script of it, uh, you you create it and... Uh, Go go as deep as you want to go, and and so the, in in this book they are also giving you a map of the of when you dream. It's usually around the end of your sleep. So when you wake up, sometimes you wake. I wake up a lot when I'm supposed to, you know, like <clears throat> when I'm supposed to be dreaming. I'll wake up like around. I so you say eight hours of sleep, so around hour five and a half six. I'm waking up and they're finding that the brain waves are very similar to that of when you're just waking up in that alpha state and being in the dream state is almost identical. Hmm. So with that, is, is that considered REM? Yes, that's REM. Well, cause you have to be, you can't achieve lucid dreams unless you enter REM sleep. Correct. Right. Like that has to happen first, That's... which is my major issue. I never get there. Really? Not anymore. I don't get there anymore. I don't know why. I really, really like what? as a as a as a young kid and as a teenager and even into, uh, you know, adulthood for a while. I don't really ultimately know when it kind of stopped, but I used to dream <clears throat> vividly and have recurring dreams. When like did, when did like they... ten times over. When did they stop? Recurring dreams. Yeah, right, right. When did they? Stop? Uh, probably in my like. I I have a feeling it has to do with like fulfillment and kind of happiness. Like uh, when you know when everything was going great and was right, and, and I was like at the top of my game and shit was fucking yeah. fantastic. I wasn't yeah. doing any bullshit except for 
living just a happy life uh, and doing what I wanted to do and achieving success and being fully happy. Like I could rest and sleep. I had right. no stress, like no fucking stress, dude. Unless so, so, it was, there were stressful things, but right. So you were, none. you were at, you were physically living the dream. So you had no purpose to 100%. dream. Well, no, that's when I dreamt the best. Oh, all right. that's when I dreamt the best. Whereas as in life and as a human being in form in my brain, you are 100% correct. I had everything I could ever want. If I had died at 28 years old, I would have died. Well, not 28. Let's call it 30, 31. <clears throat> I would have died the happiest person that ever lived on the planet Earth. So that time, it's I had everything I could have possibly have wanted. Every goal I had achieved and was continuing to either do better on or branch off into other shit that I'm like, Oh, well, I want to do this now. Uh, and it stopped like, I, I really honestly don't know exactly when, but if I had to kind of loosely guess when your son was born and estimate it would <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Right. When you, when no, you didn't that, get any that, more well, sleep no. <laughs> Literally, right. exactly. Yeah, right. for that reason, yeah, <laughs> it's literally, um, we're just not sleeping right. anymore. Right. So that goes without saying. But yeah, uh, in in the in the bigger picture, and back then, it was it probably had something to do with that because, you know, like you're on this roller coaster, and you know, at the trajectory, and everything going up is fucking awesome, and you hit that peak, and you're just dick is the hardest it's ever going to be for all of life and then and then it's all downhill from there yeah (laughs) yeah dude so there's got to be some shit with that like i used to have crazy awesome dreams and and uh i guess to a point of it was somewhat lucid maybe i was younger so i i i probably didn't even have any idea what that even meant but i had control of it you know and then when i was older like certain things. And in those times, like when I was awake, uh, there would be instances where I was so just so on a plane of happiness and so in touch with my self and my creativity and my person and and who, like I said, like, I mean, I, 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 I would, I, I would argue anyone could ever find a person who was like more happy in life. So I could, like without going too far, but it's really true. I want to find a way to say this, like without being like some, no, go far, you know, go far, stupid asshole with a fucking weird <laughs> brain and living in some weird fucked up reality. But I could almost literally bend reality to my will. Like, <clears throat> like strange, a- strange things. I could predict things. I could, I would say that I remember literally sitting with like an ex-girlfriend in max bar on division street, match bar. watching yeah. a, watching a Cubs game when the place fucking first, when the place first opened and a buddy was like possibly wanting to buy into it or something like we went there for some reason and a Cubs game was on and we were watching it and uh, fuck. I don't, I should remember who the player even was, but I was like, it's going to hit a fucking home run. Thank you. That was fantastic. That was, <laughs> that was, that was fucking that guttural was, right um, there. Yeah, Jesus dude. Christ. Okay. Never hide that from so, me. So I didn't get. My, I haven't gotten my turn yet. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm break, was... 
breaking into the action. So, so, so you guys each get a point. I am still at zero here. Well, you're not drinking was, beer. Oh, are you? Oh, I got, I got some salsa, oh, some Topo Chico. Oh, yeah, right. I got some Topo yeah, Chico go. going on here. There you go. That just snuck that was, up. No, that was wow, amazing. Man. Demon from the deep. Right oh, that was. I mean, from what we're it's talking beautiful. about here. So was it the I'm, wait? I'm sorry, but... <laughs> it was very warm. Yeah. Was, it, very was warm. it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 like, I was really hoping that like no one else heard it. It was a like, song. Oh, no. it, it was, was a beautiful <laughs> song from your yeah. from your sphincter. Um, it was like a sound bite yeah. of the <laughs> never-ending story. <laughs> 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 that was a good one. That was good. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Billy, 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 was it Matchbox? Was it Matchbox or Matchbar? Are you talking about? No, uh, Max, M A C. Oh, Max, yeah. Max Bar. Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. On Division and you know wherever that was, Walcott or something. Right, 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 um, right. But uh, we were watching a Cubs game, and I was like, you know what? This guy's gonna hit a fucking home run. Boom, home run. I'd be listening to be like, man, I, I really want to hear fucking Rocket Man right now. The next song in the goddamn radio would be fucking Rocket Man. Oh wow, you're like you're hitting it. You were hitting dude, it. Weird, crazy so, shit. So I have tw- I have I have a twenty fucking times that that happened where even I couldn't believe it until I started believing it. Well, I, I like, believe Holy you, man, fuck, dude. I have got this shit figured out entirely. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I am not changing my ways. I have I have won. I have everything I want is coming to me, and I'm oh. doing nothing to achieve it except for waking up in the morning and just telling everybody else to fuck off not being me <laughs> you know in the nicest way possible i had no reason to ever tell anybody to fuck you off. you are like but get the fuck out of my you, way you're just be in your true self billy's like 100 dude billy's like 100 obi-wan kenobi of like lucid dreamers as far as astral plane projections and the whole <laughs> kit and caboodle well, of the universe goes dan you remember that night when we went to see fucking queens with iggy yeah, and that dude, like, you started yelling at that dude in the parking lot, and I was like, "Dan, shut up! He's gonna help us." I'm oh, telling you. right. And then dude. he came back. He's like, "Hey, why don't you park no. right over here you, next was... door to fucking Josh Hani?" Like, <laughs> okay, what? No, no, it was. It, that's not true. It's even more than that. He like completely professed it, a prophesized it. He's like, "Dan, shut the fuck up! This guy is gonna do something really good for us. He's gonna help us out, man. Just." Be cool, be cool. Just let it go, and just be. And I'm like, okay, man. And uh, and you're like, just trust me. And dude comes up, and and you you like, dude, you were totally, and you were like, it was almost like some voice of like from the the universe channeled through you, and you're like, it was like Jedi moment, man. <laughs> and you're like, just turn down the volume, pay attention to these guys, and be cool, and 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 just be be nice to him. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? And then. Here you go, boom, and we just totally got hooked up. So, so yeah. Billy, is there like something that happens in your head, or do you see it? Do you feel it? How does it? Yeah. When, when these things happen, how is it? How's it working? I guess it's yeah. I mean, it's 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 just like anything else, like an idea, but it does have. But I but I I definitely one hundred percent could sit there in full confidence and say, this is happening. Like, it's just, it's like something that I 
that hits in my brain and, and there's like, no, there's no <laughs> chance it's not going to work. I know it is because right. I just is, I can see it and hear it or whatever you want to call it. I don't know yeah. what really word to put it, but it comes, it's, it would be like a creative thought. That's exactly what it is. Like it's there and I hear it and I see it. But there's more and, confidence and, behind it. Like, you know, like this is going to happen. I know it. I know a hundred percent it's going to happen. Cause I, I have thoughts all the time. Like, Oh, this is going to happen. And then it doesn't. I mean, I think everybody right. does. Like, you, you kind of foresee something that might happen, but then it never happens. Sure. But you foresee something that happens, and you have the confidence, like, okay, this is actually going to happen. Yes. I, and I just know it. I know it. I don't know why or how, but it's just – it's in there. It enters my mind, and it, it just is. It's like, yep, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. Every single time that I can remember back that weird things like that have happened – it's been the it's been the exact same thing like i just you know and as it happened more i got more comfortable with it and then right. i would be even more confident with it where i just was like i didn't have a fucking care in the world for many years because i just was like i don't even give a shit i know it's all gonna work out as long as i don't fuck up and do something stupid out of my zone this will never end and it didn't until i fucked up and got out of my zone and then it ended <laughs> you know, <laughs> but very truly. So like, yeah, you, there's no, there's no, there's no doubt about it. You got to hone that potential uh, yeah, psychic. Man. We're feeding, ability. Off, we're feeding off that energy right now, man. Yeah, it feels like uh, it feels uh, fucking fantastic to even just talk about it again. So how how, how do you feel about this podcast? See that, where where that are we was, where are we going with that this? went that went without saying because <laughs> right? that's that's where I felt where this was going right. because he wasn't a part of it and then he was he listened to it and then he became like biggest proponent of like hey this has legs let's fucking do let's it let's do it. and then I was like yeah. holy shit Bill, if Billy is in on this man because I lived with you man and and hearing your brother and hearing hearing Donnie talk about you like in you know like I've I've only I've only and my brother Frank was like oh yeah Billy was one of the one of the better players on the team uh and in, in uh varsity soccer like he played about 75% of the time like he was he was good and it was just like a fucking whole th- jock <laughs> and you, you, were, you were you were you were a star pitcher too, man. And oh was, shit! Yeah, the hits just keep coming. But um, <laughs> just uh, just how how they put it, you're like you're you're crushing life, you're slaying life, as they as 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 your brother and Donnie puts it, you're crushing and you're slaying. I think you could, <clears throat> I think I think you could you, I think you could decipher who said what. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, depending on what to, what what year it was. Yeah, yeah. Or really not even hardly. Uh, yeah, I had it wrapped up for a good while. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, man. Um. Oh well. And, and it, it's so funny because like when when Don wanted to do the 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 podcast, uh, he he brought you up, uh, Billy, and he was just like, and he brought you up, Jeff. Like it was just like. <laughs> It was so he he's the actual like he was uh, yeah there's Phil the, Spector the... There, there's the other force right there there's <laughs> right. The other force right there and um yeah that's and and yeah here we all are we we needed to get him yeah. back we need to get him back we need to yeah. get him back. I, I'd like to chat with him um I love him yeah, I, I love him from the bottom of my heart I I do absolutely and I I I, I 
I hope that we can, you know, reconnect and and uh, do this, do this, do this with him. Um, yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, I love that kid immensely. This is a part of, <laughs> as well. This is a part of the planetary alignments and 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 Billy's Billy's prophecies. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was just you know you guys doing something awesome and and uh, I, you know wanted to do the same thing for myself. And we're all, we're all talking with Nunez and a couple of people about doing a podcast on, yeah. you know, and starting from zero and, and you guys just happen to already be doing it and fucking killing it. We're all killing slaying it. Slaying it. If, if I may. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, Slaying and crushing and killing. And, um, dude, that's uh, the, the, dr- I, I just, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to get in on it. It's awesome. Oh, I mean, this is this is this is a whole thing together. Uh, this isn't just one or another. This is all of us, all for one. Absolutely. Oh, really? Because I thought it was all about hundred percent. I thought <laughs> right. I was. I thought I was gonna all about gonna be about me, and then I was gonna take this thing <laughs> to the next level. We weren't, we weren't gonna tell that to Dan himself. Oh shit, Dartanian. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Dude, I, so I, uh, Billy, I want to hear these these dream stories though. This is incredible. I, so, uh, Dave Strand, he's he's a buddy of ours. He's uh, he's got some uh, Native American roots. Um, don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah. And he right. I, I, <laughs> right. I, I, I've done a Native American sweat with him. Um, and he's he's he did a peyote trance uh, in a like a native american ritual and a tp and i asked him how it was this was last week and i asked him about it at nick's show right before the show and he's like it was the most uncomfortable experience of my entire life i'm like what and he's like well it was it was it was a ritual it was it was a spiritual thing it was i'm like well why did you do it and because it was native american ritual and it's, it's cleansing you of evil of darkness of all these demons or whatever have you that you're holding on to and, and it's it's purging out literally it's 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 it wow that was crazy whatever that was it wasn't me this time it was like <laughs> yeah no, it's, that's the wife coming out of our bedroom with the pocket door sliding <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's, like, it's always going to be on my end. As no, I was saying, good. as I was saying, purging demons and stuff. <laughs> um, no, I didn't mean. She that. opened I'm the door to, to let them out. I'm sorry, I missed my calling on that one. That would have been a good, a good time <laughs> yeah, for that. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, literally purging, like mm-hmm. for like an hour, you know, like or two of just throwing up. So you you believe that there's <clears throat> physical, like a like you're purging evil. Like you believe in the the actual evil. Well, um, I don't know if it's in like the Judeo Christian ethic of evil, but I I believe in like negativity, and I believe in things of of that nature. That is is. Uh, <clears throat> of of that and in certain ways i do i do i do believe in age-old wisdoms of good and evil of of hate and love and of fear and and love you right. know like um of, i mean those are things that we can experience right like right hate and fear and 
emotions. Emotions, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and and I yep. think that's probably why <clears throat> the arts and therapy and in 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 a sense spirituality like with 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 Buddhism of being in the moment or Native American or Mexican Indian wisdom of 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 like things that are much more unexplained. Right. Where it's these essences of experiences of and connecting in in senses of like hallucinations and, and and using psychoactive drugs like that where you're connecting emotionally and spiritually and and those senses i don't think of things dogmatically uh for me um i like to explore more and see how things work out but <clears throat> it's a work in progress uh, you open the Bible for me. I, I, I don't, you know, it's not, it's, it's not like it for me. Oh, there it is. La. <laughs> no. Can, can, can we do one episode where everyone's just on mushrooms? Yes, please. Are you fucking kidding me? Like we all have a bag in we, my freezer. We all do waiting. the same dose and just like we, we start recording and just see what happens. Yep. That'd be but we can't leave Dan in charge of releasing it because he's going to put it out the next day. I know, right? No, no editing whatsoever. <laughs> I just, I It'll just, be four hours of silence. <laughs> I just release it to the police and the FBI. Yeah. Oh, that's the other right? thing. So that's the other thing. Speaking of that, um, have you heard of Gateway, Billy? Like where where there's the whole thing of lucid dreaming, <laughs> and then they have people that are controlling the other side as far as when you can control your dreams and because they don't want people to get a hold of certain information of certain documents of vaults and banks or um inner ballistic missiles or nuclear is it wars. is it uh, the new fangled version of like the illuminati yeah there's a there's a certain <clears throat> sense of this where there's people like I don't know if it's KGB or CIA or Secret Service or what have you, uh, but there's people that go within dreams that are control that are tending the light at the other end and and sounds a lot like Stranger Things. And so, <laughs> see, that's and, where like Eleven is like in like this pool, just kind of like controlling or like tapping into like other people's lives or yeah, what's man. going on controlling and have you i mean and i said this last episode have you have you noticed these these different shows and movies and and things going on where they keep talking about dimensional rifts and even the superhero movies of the multiverse <laughs> so you're yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. you're saying they're softening the blow for when it yes. actually happens what what are they? Yeah, wag wag the dog. Is that what that feature yeah. was called back in the day? Right. Like where they're all really controlling shit and uh, right. You know, essentially maybe possibly. I mean, they used it for evil, but softening the blow of what reality might actually be. Right. That's the same with like all these UFO shows. Like they're softening the blow, and now that the government is like releasing all these, you know, documents and videos of like phenomenon. Sorry, what is it called? Unidentified aerial phenomenons. They've changed it from UFO. So now it's UAP. What? Oh, Come that's on, terrible. So, that sounds stupid. Well, it sounds like a urinary tract infection. <laughs> that, that just means, dude, they just want to make money off whoever that fucking idiot was who made WAP. Well, because UFO has a stigma but attached to it, pussy. right? 
<laughs> is that what that is? UAPs and yeah. WAPs. W-A-P's. It's all a fucking ploy to make yeah. to some pop. stripper a rock pop star. music, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, so now the government is, like, kind of coming out and saying, hey, there's these videos and we don't know what the fuck's going on. Are they doing that to kind of, like, get us prepared for the upcoming... Yeah, we've been in contact with these fucking beings for fucking years. So we need to get all this cattle ready for it. Right. Right. Get, get, get all your hysteria out now so that when it actually happens, you're not so hysterical and, and fearful. Right. Jeff. You know how to you know how to act. Keep right. it together. Right. Maybe. And then, Maybe. And, then and then Billy yeah. says it, dude, be cool because we're <laughs> be cool. We're gonna get we're gonna get so, we're gonna get something from this dude. And These then, beings are gonna help you. Yeah. <laughs> or run like a motherfucker because right. he's here here to fucking probe the shit out of us until we're dead. Hey. Up our asses. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Right. Or or the, the total recall. <laughs> Exactly. You know? Pulls pull your eyeballs out of your yeah. nose. Oh. Get, get your ass to Mars. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. So it's not a tumor. And then, um, I've I've heard some things of like this is just one program that's already predetermined and there's glitches, or is it like, are we? Is this already happened? Is this whole thing already happened? And so time time is like irrelevant. Time is always happening. Everything that's going to happen has already happened. And our brain is just catching up to it. Right. So are you, Dan, in a state of where you're, like, just absorbing information or trying to figure out? Or are you like, yeah, this is cool. No, this is bullshit. This is cool. This is bullshit. Like, do you do you give certain ideas, like what you're talking about? Do you give them any time? Do you not know and just like, well, but I'm open to the idea. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's more op- it's more open to the idea. Um right. I could feel bullshit happening when when it when it's when it's coming about and it's funny like I'm reading this this book about uh these these two different books. One's called Panic Attacks. This is guy David Burns, he's a psychologist and he wrote Talking Heads. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where the days go by? David Burns. David Burns. Burns. Not Burns. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. This is not my beautiful wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's great. Oh, there, that was this weekend at Martyrs, a cover band, uh, uh, Talking Heads cover band. I should have fucking. My buddy heard. Jim is in that band. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 We're working on a uh, we're working on a super heavy cover of Army of Me right now, and okay. uh, yeah, he's he's the he's the keys synth guy in that band. Nice, oh yeah. man, that they're been... fucking awesome, dude. They're... I wish I would have checked them out. It'd been fun. <clears throat> that was tonight. That was tonight. Yeah, uh, last well, night. Well, we had better things to do then. Yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, but okay, um, I am open to it. But there's so there's these books. It's David Burns when Panic Attacks. And he gives all these these different um, these different models of 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 dealing with your emotions, and uh, this other guy, I think his name's Albert Ellis, another psychologist. Uh, control your anger. It's like literally, and and the t- the title the title's just like bold in your face. It's just like, but they are so down to earth and non full of shit where mm-hmm. it's like even within the book and at the end of the book like look we get you get angry get angry 
if you have to right. get angry. Yeah. But these are things to help feel angry, but control it. Yeah, and 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 right. if you if you can't control it from time to time, let it go from time to time because it happens. But yeah, we're, we're we're trying to help you control it for the most because we're human. Yeah, but when I. When, there's times where I stab people in the neck. So <laughs> well, then that's, we can't do that. We can't do that. <laughs> right. We can't do that. Well, dude, I, I deal with that shit all the time now. Like I have to, uh, I'm a person who just lets everything out all the time. Like I do not compartmentalize. I do not bury shit and let it grow. Like it comes out and then it's fucking gone. How do you do that? Yeah, but Billy, uh, I'm just Bill, I'm just off the handle all the time. I have no control over myself. Bill, <laughs> it's not a no self control. What's over? That's what it is. Yeah, it's no self control. Hates it. But I don't know, Billy. When I was living with you, and you're off the handle, shit for me was all love. You know, like it was like you would you would say your thing, and you'd you'd kind of be pissed, but you weren't like yelling. And for at least for me. And I'm one with anger issues myself, and it was like, oh, I, 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 it's my speed, and it was flowing. It was flowing right for me. It was like, oh, it's flowing right, you know. And maybe I, I love you, Dan, but stop sleeping naked on the couch in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> See, a train pissed on that couch a hundred times. Yeah, I love you. Two for, two, two former roommates right, right here. Right. Right. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it, um, you know, I have my moments, certainly, you know, like right now, I have not been good at that lately, because shit's real heavy around this house, you know, right, yeah, right, 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 temp, you know, potentially fatal diseases to yeah. the people I love most, and you got to uh, keep that energy positive, heavy shit, dude, yeah. yeah, so I, nowadays, I find myself, I'm just in like it's, I'm living a very horribly different life, a very different life, and 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 I'm, I, I couldn't be happier with my life, but it's very different. Yeah, I've got the love of my life as my wife. We have a kid together, which I never ever fucking thought I would ever have. Yeah, and I probably shouldn't, but, <laughs> but, you know, but I I do, and I'm taking it on, and uh, I'm like learning how to deal with it. Like I have to almost kind of learn to live life again because i i have been i have lived my life for me and me alone and no one else i did there was many times i planned i would never be married i certainly would never have a a, a child uh and you know just the kind of quintessential approach to life as as an artist yeah that was all i that was all i did and and it worked you know, yeah. all the time. So now shit is different and I'm having to learn and I find myself like on murderous rampages sometimes, you know, <laughs> like not for, not for any good, not for no good reason. I'm not, I do not have anger management, but you know, inconsiderate selfish people who step their shit into your shit. Like I got to fucking cut their throats, get right. away, get out of my yeah. way. You know, you're fucking with my happiness and my life and these people that can't can, you know cannot necessarily protect themselves i've entered into now i'm a fucking dad you know i'm yeah, like yeah, and i'm a yeah. i'm a throat i'm a throat ripper i'll kill you in two seconds fucking flat if you fuck with me or my family <laughs> i never had to deal with that you know so it's the, like the it's primal like shit yeah. for me the primal yeah, instincts man. are coming out from like the ancient wisdoms of 
for humanity. You're, yeah, dude. You know, for the for the record, I never had to worry about it. For the record, the cops will be uh, subpoenaing this subpoenaing this episode in a few months when <laughs> right. Billy actually fucking kills somebody. <laughs> like, yeah, just oh he just he said it. I, tell everyone. Yeah, he said it. He said he was gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, tell everyone you know to please don't fuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, I've been deal. I've been trying to work on that, you know, which is why like. Literally why I started microdosing every day because I was just like, all right, this is getting out of hand. Like, I literally am going to go to the store and I'm going to fucking fight someone and hurt them badly. Right. Just no one in my life needs that shit, you know, like becoming unhinged. And uh, so I'm trying to wrangle that up. This kind of thing. And I want to get back into a, a life of art and creativity because that's when it works that's the only way i succeed at anything right. in in my life i can do anything i'm qualified to do a number of things and i'll do them well but i have no interest in them and i will leave them yeah. and probably not in a nice way you know yeah so fuck all that like i am we need to get back what? to living that life again so much, but also have a family and keep all that shit together. Right. You know, so this, that's, that's what, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do. That's the answer for me. Now for everybody's you. different, right. you know, everyone. Yeah. Different. For me. And back in the day, like I knew it, I had it wrapped up and I I'm constantly like, that's my dragon. I never got into, I never got into really a lot of drugs. I didn't need them. Like I had music, I had creativity, I had happiness. I did not need to escape my reality. I didn't want to escape my reality. My reality was better than the best trip you could ever fucking have in the world because it was real and shit was fucking happening, you know, and it was delivering me happiness by the boatload. Nice. Yeah. So to me, that's the key. And unfortunately we live in a society that is very non friendly to that approach to life. Like human happiness, individual happiness is frowned upon from everyone, you know, like I had, uh, years of years of life, like with people that my own parents who I love dearly and they're the greatest in the world, but we don't, they don't, you know, they're different kinds of people. Their brains don't go that way. Their brains are have a family, go to work, do your shit, die. You know, it's much more than that. And they're, they're, (laughs) that's makes them sound shitty, but you know, at the end of the day, that's what like, that's what, that's what's important. That's the only way they know. And I know a different way, at least for myself. So, I mean, that, that's exactly how society trained them to be like, be be productive members of society, you know, help these, whatever companies you work for produce you know, be be consumers and be all this this stuff to help, you know, capitalism right. and all these companies that are, are doing and that's all they ever knew. That prop victims of propaganda. Yeah. And uh I just hold no ill will toward it because, you know, it's a different time and they they're them and I'm me. Right. But my brain doesn't work that way. It just doesn't. So, <laughs> you know? so, so let me ask you about your, your microdosing regimen if you don't mind. Yeah. How do you what, what what exactly is it? Is it mushrooms? Mushrooms, psilocybin mushrooms, what, what? which are now out here in California, at least in Oakland and close to kind of where we are for right. the time being. It's been 
it, it is not legal. Decriminalized. It is not, dec- it is oh, not decriminalized. Not it's not decriminalized. But the but the, it is the most important part. What it is is it is de-incentivized to police gotcha. to bust you to right. bust you for it. Therefore, you do whatever the fuck you want. Right. Nobody gives a shit because I, they don't make any money. It doesn't help right. their quota. They don't do any, any kind of shit. They don't give a fuck. Especially being so close, to like Washington and Oregon, who have decriminalized it. I believe. Yes. So I believe you are correct about yeah. that as well. I, I know one. Of, I'm, not, I'm not sure of both of them, but I know at least Washington has decriminalized uh, psychedelics. Yeah. Well, underneath Washington, underneath Washington is like one of. Yeah, the, the gr- largest, the largest, like the biggest living organism, is which is a mushroom, mushroom on the entire planet Earth. <laughs> yeah, it's the largest. Yeah. It's the largest living organism there is. It's it's in Washington, Oregon, Montana, Idaho, and Wyoming. I think it, and then into Canada. It's the largest. It's a fungus. It's a fungus underneath the underneath the earth, like or within the earth, among us, among us, like <laughs> fungus so- among us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. And I think it's b- between that and and the aspens, but uh, the fungus is is a uh, far greater uh, life organism. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, living, living, mm-hmm. and it, they do. They've said, you know, I, I don't know if I can uh, put like validity to this necessarily, but I have also heard that the first form of human life, like mushrooms, are essentially like space dust that just landed on earth and became life. So, so that is the alien. Are, uh, mushrooms are literally aliens. aliens. Yeah. Like it's, That's they talk ET. to each other. They can right. Totally. I mean, I, and, you know, in a, on a, on a very, uh, on a very like caveman way. Like, right. Yeah. It's very, that's, it might be. The, I, mean, I think essentially they, they might be like, aliens, maybe advanced, yeah. <laughs> maybe advanced way. Well, I, I think essentially like all life form ended up coming from somewhere else in the universe when it, collided with right. earth the earth and then right. grew yeah evolved oh. over yeah billions of but years. my for my protocol with it <clears throat> i follow there's a guy called paul stamets and he is like uh you know he's the he's the bruce lee the the the, the godfather of mushroom ism <clears throat> Uh, at least in as far as like what we're privy to having information from and he has a he has a uh he calls it the stamets he doesn't call it the stamets method the stamets protocol i don't know he's got like a buddy and the two of them are just like the mushroom guys of the earth yeah and they have similar but slightly differing approaches to it like two days on one day off and then the other guy does four days on and two days off. I follow Stamets, which is four on, two off. And sometimes I don't even do that. Sometimes I'll go like 14 days in a row and do it. Now, this is a microdose, so I literally feel zero physical effects. Right. So so what is that, like uh, oh, an out or a – I'm not even trying to measured. It's point one oh of a gram. Or no, gram. Sorry, okay, yeah. Of a gram. It's right. a one-tenth. It's a tenth of one gram. So like a, a half a gram is like a like a full on trip, right? Like a, uh, or is that five grams? Maybe I'm thinking of five grams. I think you're thinking of five. Okay. Like I I eat like a short stem, and that's it. Okay. And the first time I ever started it, and even my wife noticed, like 
it it helped it helped me where i came out to a point of where i would have slammed somebody over the head with a fucking pipe i laughed and turned around and walked away <laughs> nice you know and i was like that's directly 100 that's interesting of, yeah. taking Billy, these mushrooms too me and uh don were microdosing at the beginning of the pandemic to to the degree you're talking about where we're just like we're just gonna do like a short stem and we were we were starting to get the mo- the the wheels moving on this puppy and uh listening to other podcasts <laughs> i think there was a a guy that uh i forget who it was in queens of the stone age that has his own podcast and he is hilarious and don showed me it uh don showed me it in his uh parents could raj it was like late at night after uh easter night and i was doing uber eats and you know you couldn't go anywhere and so we were hanging out in the garage drinking pbrs and listening to this podcast off his phone and we found wayside tape and like uh, other <laughs> tapes of like fugazi and things that were in his garage and um we're, we're talking april 2020 like beginning of the pandemic right. like uh, yeah yeah where, where trauma was really setting in um you know i i, I remember having a uh, quite several meltdowns of just this this is this is awful yeah like we had just broken like a hundred thousand deaths <laughs> you know it was like a, a port a, a it was a microdose portion of what it has become <laughs> yeah yeah of what yeah of what was to come yeah Right. And um, all right, and yeah, we we microdosed throughout the summer, and just like what you're 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 saying, Billy, like that that same amount <clears throat> where things felt really good and light and and like creative, and it was that weekend of uh, the protests and the riots. <laughs> Where we took a little too much, <laughs> and it was it was stop being a microdose. Stop being a microdose, yeah. and it started getting inten- heavy. heavy and intense. And we were on the deck, and you could hear the commotion. You could hear people. You could hear kind of like the like um, masses of people and just <laughs> police vehicles and sounds, and it was. You know how it is with 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 psilocybin and mushrooms, where things become like HD and THX sound, right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, and and not to mention all the all the literal energy from your surroundings, was, yeah. you could feel it, yeah. dude. Like yeah. shit opens up, man. Yeah, and, you know? and there was shit opens up. I didn't know. I didn't know Chicago had that many helicopters like L.A. You know, I was like, "Whoa!" Right, right above Logan Square, and I'm like, "This is crazy, man." <clears throat> yeah. And we, I went to the car to go grab a crowbar and an aluminum bat, and there was cops uh, block because I live across the street from the police station, and I'm like, "I'm protecting my own home. I don't know how things are gonna get. You guys have a wonderful night, safe night." Yep. And then they're like, "You too, <laughs> lock up." <laughs> And then yeah. Brownie, you were, you were their buddy, dude. Yeah. You were their <laughs> Right. Yeah. You better get in your house. Fucking Chicano. Son yeah. of a bitch. <laughs> your first, this is where, yeah. this is the first house we're coming to. <laughs> dude, it was so real. It's so intense, man. I, that was, and it's, it's, it's one thing when you're like at a rock show 
or you're hanging out in the woods or you're watching or listening to an album or watching some right. cool movie and you're with friends mm-hmm. but dude there was some real stuff going on in this world where it was like worldwide yeah yeah dude. worldwide yeah, tension literally. and you're kind of like taking that in well right well yeah. on the substance you know what I mean? like and, and you know like when we were growing up you you, you know the 90s was the 90s was pretty pretty crazy but it was like we we always i in my own head fantasized about the 60s and it was like man the 60s and early 70s and all that i always always fantasized about that and also also like imagine what it was like and just so many different things were changing and it felt like the 90s was like kind of got that same vibe that was happening but dude the pandemic and everything that was going along with it yeah there was a whole crossroads and i mean we're talking about dreams we're talking about astral projections we're talking about hallucinations we're talking about strange occurrences and 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 all that type of stuff and it met right there man right <laughs> right bring us out billy <laughs> well on that note everybody live your own fucking life right yeah i think don't, that's don't, the answer don't do be an asshole yeah. live your yes. life don't yeah. be Certainly. an asshole to other people yeah exactly yeah do your thing be happy find what you like fuck society yeah don't listen to shit yeah yeah love listen to stuff and take it in but love yourself fucking suck dicks yeah. do your thing All right it's the only way to get. It's the only way to get by. Understand yourself. <laughs> yeah. I love it, and then understand others, and do your best to love that as well, and enjoy yeah. it. And I love I, it. The thing is, you know I, it. I, I'm pretty sure people. There are people out there that do not have empathy, who cannot put themselves in other people's shoes. So they're it, called sociopaths. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right. I, I, I feel like there's way more of them than there should be. Yeah. Absolutely, or, or at least maybe they lock themselves in these tiny little worlds, where they don't want to think about other people that aren't in their little. At at Naropa, they called it apathia, and it would, like uh, and they used an uh, an example like of like World War Two, people that lived in Germany. You you had you had to grow a sense of apathy, or being a, a soldier in a war, you had to grow a sense of apathy right. for the enemy or what you were doing as far as firing a gun at another human and you know, um, it's it's rough it's it's tough man, like it's like I'm fighting this, this war for a country or a government and um, it's it's incredibly he- that's even heavier yeah yeah, dude. Or or the rest of the world who saw this happening and s- decided to do nothing about it. You know what I mean? Like when in, in your World War Two analogy, like a lot of people, right. a lot of a lot of countries saw what was happening, and they didn't do anything about it for the longest time mm-hmm. until it got too out of control. Yeah, and it started affecting them. Yeah. But what we, for sure, we just need fucking empathy. If everyone just fucking. You know, sat down, well, like, you know, understand. try to understand what other people are going through or potentially yeah, going man. through. Just, just, just think about this shit. You know. Yep. Hundred percent. I think you're right, but they won't. No, they won't. Connect- <laughs> they won't. Yep. Con- con- at least, at least empathize with your own soul and 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 what what is it that you that you truly want, and then and then let that 
sprout out and grow into empathizing with others. Carl yeah, Ro- man. <laughs> Carl- what, what if I want a wall on the Mexican border? <laughs> Carl Rogers. <laughs> Carl, then you go fuck yourself. <laughs> Car- Carl, Carl, Carl Rogers, uh, a Chicagoan. He was uh, probably 80, 80 to 100 years ago. Uh, person-centered theory with psychology. Uh, his family, very conservative, but then uh, he studied the- theology and then uh, child psychology, became a child psychologist. And he created this theory of person-centered theory, which was that there's one ultimate truth with humans that that we're trying to strive towards is trying to find ourselves and understand ourselves and be okay and love ourselves, and then also understanding and sharing that with others and understanding others and loving others. So we want to be accepted, we want to be loved, and we also want to love and accept others. And if we can get to that ultimate truth and ultimate goal, we'll get there. There it is. There it is. <laughs> but right. you know, we got For a sure. lot. We got a love lot. is certainly. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, and love is certainly the thing. And as long as you can do all those things and also not, like, just not fuck with anyone else, like, why people find, you know, people find reasons to just stick their shit in other people's business. Why? Fuck off, dude. Don't. Everybody's cool. Like, we can all, we can get along. We all can get along if you just stop sticking your nose where it doesn't fucking belong. Wow, that's yeah, rhymed. dude. Fuck off. Be happy with your own self. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. And there, there, that relieves this want to be a part of somebody else's shit because you've got your own shit. Yeah. You know. The arts. But the arts, the music. We, art is everything, dude. Art is everything. You art know? is fucking everything. That art for, is happiness. That form of connection. creativity. But, so this is coming from three three artists, though. Like, that, believe it or not, there are people who don't give a fuck about music. I I find well, this... I, I have very close friends. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. Yes. I, I, are they not turning on the radio? I though? found this hard to believe, but there are people who do not listen to fucking music. They don't care about music, and to me, this yes, is sir. so hard to understand like, because music is such a huge fucking part of my it's life. Like and it always Meanies. has been. It's like Blue Meanies from yeah. Yellow Submarine or something. Yeah, it's just it's crazy. <laughs> and there, there's yeah, also I... there's also people who don't have like an inner dialogue in their head, which I. I don't understand that either. I'm like, how do you not? <laughs> right. How do you not have an inner dialogue in your fucking head? How is that even yeah. possible? But there are people who don't have that. That's a true story. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. A true story. Yeah, people that don't get into music. I know. I literally know one person, and she's a wonderful human being, and I love her to death. Lies. She does fucking lies. Fucking shit about music. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't get. She doesn't give a fucking shit about music. And she, same thing when she said that to me. I had never heard anyone say that before in my life. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I, I, I went as far as to like tell her that she was wrong. <laughs> you know? I was like, there's no fucking that's, way, dude. That's exactly what I would do. I'm like, how the fuck is that even possible? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not true. It can't yeah. be fucking true. It can't true. be possible. She's like, yeah, I, I just don't give a shit. Yeah. It's insane. Like, but yeah, there's, I, I mean, it, it. it takes all kinds and people are different. You just have to try to yeah. understand that. Totally. I, you know, and, and then kill everybody that doesn't care about music. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, next next episode we're gonna talk we're gonna talk more about uh, music and arts and the importance of that in education. And we can even delve into 
schools and and all that all that stuff and and upbring bring it the upbringing of humans and children and and what we <sighs> we got to keep the dream we got to keep the dream alive we got to keep yeah, the dream man. alive yeah. we got to yeah. keep the dream yeah man um i wish my brother was here right now because you just say keep the dream alive but there was this band that i embarrassingly was enamored with when i at the time i bought my first fucking car ever I had this piece of shit 84 Pontiac Sunbird convertible <laughs> oh, that nice. I thought was the greatest thing in life. It had a tape deck in it. <laughs> like back in the day when me and your brother were wearing fucking neon soccer shorts, like neon umbros and, <laughs> yeah, and fucking yeah, TNC surf shop tank tops and shit. I had this car and I would blast the, these tapes from this band called the killer dwarfs. <laughs> and they like super like, they were like they were kind of like rat like where they were lumped into cock rock but they were actually like pretty cool and yeah. kind of you know they had some real cool shit that they yeah. did yeah. anyway keep trying keep, keep trying called, to sell it yeah i know right <laughs> i am trying to sell it and i shouldn't because anyone who would ever listen to it would fucking throw it right in the garbage <laughs> yeah but i was i love them so much and i used to drive around like a fucking like people would laugh at me and also at the time i had just caught off all my like super long hair and I had a soccer rocker. So oh, I was wow. copping just the, I had like oh, bangs that would hang down to yeah, here and then, yeah. spikes, and then spikes. Oh, spikes wow. And a fucking mullet, mullet that was like, oh, dear oh, a foot God, Billy, what was yeah, wrong was with you? Everything. <laughs> what, not, what was not? And it was a different so time back then. Find anything. It really was, yeah. 1990. And, uh, uh, Fall 90. That's well, when you guys won it was, state. It was, it was. It was actually after that because we were on the poor side of town. We did not have cars in high school. I didn't buy my first car till I was far out of high school. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I was still a teenager. I think it was before I was twenty, but I was uh, I was already done with high school. Okay. Uh, but uh, well, actually, and I bought it. I bought it because I had gotten a fucking job. I never went to college. I didn't do any shit because I was like, fuck all that. I'm going to be a rock star. And, <laughs> and, uh, so, but I did get a job because my dad was like, all right. Because when I told my parents, like, I'm not going to college, I'm not doing any of that fucking bullshit. Yeah. I'm out of high school. I barely graduated. And this is the greatest day of my life because I never have to go back to school right. again. Right. Because fuck school. It doesn't help me play guitar. And so I got a job at Pan Do It. Pandu it oh, work in the where, fucking work in the midnight shift, dude. That was Eleven the, to seven. That was the Tinley Park like UPS job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was a it was a plastics company. Right. Like literally working on a line. I was I was working machinery that pressed out um the, the, duct the, like plastic duct work and computer parts parts. It was like a plastic uh a plastic process thing shaping yeah, right. molding company right right and i didn't even know what the fuck i was doing i didn't give a shit i had there was making 13 bucks an hour i was like 17 years old or 18 nice. years back whatever then, i back graduated then, that's a lot of money yeah that was it was boku bucks dude yeah, that's a lot of money back in 1991 92 fuck yeah but it was but it was really conflicting because in that sense it was good but in my heart and soul it was soul sucking like Dude, I was gonna kill him. I would, I would never have made it out of that. Right. If I stayed there, that would have been 
the worst life I could have ever imagined for yeah. myself or doing anything like that, not Panduit in itself. But it finally came out that I was, we, they were making the, the duct, like the wiring duct that I was creating on these fucking machinery lines were going into scud missiles. I was just saying it was going into nuclear warheads to it really wow. was, dude. Wow. And the second I found that out, I quit that fucking yeah. job immediately. I went home to my like well, I didn't go home. I went to my best friend Hank's house and stayed at his house for two days because I was so mortified to tell my dad that I had quit this like, you know, for my dad. He was like, Thirteen bucks an hour, are you kidding me? You're the fucking king of the world. Yeah. Like that yeah. was that was life was won by having a job that yeah. paid me pretty decent. And uh, I was so scared to go home. I didn't. I just didn't go <laughs> just home. Just didn't go home. Yeah. And I, and I finally uh, I finally went home and, you know, got up the fucking gumption to tell my dad like that, that I quit. And uh, backtracking, that was why I bought that car because I got that job. And then all of a sudden I had some dough and I, I bought a yeah, shitty yeah, car with it yeah. and would listen to, oh, wait, the, the actual point was killer dwarfs so i beat <laughs> they had this song you said keep the dream alive and they had this song called keep the spirit keep that spirit alive nice and that's you know to me what it meant <laughs> long story long <laughs> yeah seriously short story long yeah terrible story no good but, good, uh, good story good story yeah. that's funny the pontiac sunbird with uh with like the moonroof we had the same thing no like... it was a convertible dude full-on soft top convertible oh you had it a looked like a 5.0 it looked like a 5.0 mustang convertible Damn. except for it was a 1.4 <laughs> close enough so 1.4 yeah. dude i could that's... literally run faster dude, than yeah 1.4 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, right. back in the day on 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 fucking uh, on 159th and 80th Avenue, there used to be a Clark gas station there. Yeah, and I and remember I used to fill that fucker's tank. I'd go there with ten bucks and have change. Nice, yeah. That's... <laughs> gas Those are the days. Cents. Yeah, yeah. All right. On that, anyway, on that yeah. note. Anyway, that... let's continue this episode next week because Absolutely. this yeah. is fucking awesome shit. Yeah, this let, is awesome. Yeah, this was this was some great stories. Let's 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 make this like a multi episodic episodic yeah. thing. Um, so yeah, folks, uh, till next time. Uh, this is Night on the Town. I'm Dan. Uh, I'm Jeff. I'm Billy. You have a good night. Good night.